Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. My name is Alex Israel. Today we're learning Sefi Yehoshua chapter 1. And those drums that you heard at the entrance to this podcast were the drums of war, because this is a chapter of mobilization. The Jewish people are getting ready to invade the land of Canaan. And there is an atmosphere of expectation and mobilization in the air. When we open chapter 1, we have three paragraphs. The first is God addressing Yehoshua and getting him ready to lead. The second, Yehoshua talks to the Shotrim, to the officers of B'nai Israel, to instruct the people to get ready to cross the Jordan and begin the conquest of the land. And the third paragraph from Pasuk Yudbet, Yehoshua addresses Reuven and Gad, who are going to be the avant-garde. They are going to be the leading troops, and he has to get them ready for the invasion. And I think we already can feel the sense of expectation. So let's begin, and let's take a look at each paragraph one at a time. When we open the first paragraph, Vayhi Acharei Mot Moshe, Eved Hashem. It is after the death of Moshe, Eved Hashem, by Yom Hashem El Yehoshua. We open the book with a reference to Moshe Eved Hashem, and we wonder, is Yehoshua going to be able to make the grade? Is he going to match up to his great mentor? He is described here as Mesharet Moshe, Moshe's assistants. And it's one thing to be an assistant, to be a deputy, but can you step into these large shoes? And God gives him a direct instruction. Moshe Avdi mate, Moshe's gone. Now get up, cross the Jordan. Everything about this speech is filled with encouragement. The phrase which repeats itself is Chazak ve'ematz, Chazak ve'ematz, Chazak ve'ematz time after time, and God leaves Yehoshua with no doubt that he is up to the task. He says, Lo kol Moshe No man will stand before you. As long as you live, just like I was with Moshe, I will be with you. Now it's really interesting, this reference to uh, Moshe, because these phrases have already been used in the Torah, Already in chapter 11 of Sefer Devarim, Hashem had told Moshe, um, nobody will stand before you, or rather Moshe had told the people, Lo ish In fact, here is the precise phrase, Devarim chapter 11, verse 25, No man will stand before you, your fear and your dread, God will give over the face of the whole land. And now this has been directed by God to Joshua, not to the entire people. Likewise, the phrase Chazak ve'ematz is a phrase which Moshe has said to the people in Parshat Vayelech, Devarim, chapter 31. Moshe said to the people, Be strong, have courage, don't be afraid. And in fact, Moshe calls to Yoshua, also said, Chazak ve'ematz. So what we can see is that this chazak ve'ematz, this sense of that I will put your dread on the people, no man will stand before you, is a direct continuity from Sefer Devarim. But there is another 
angle of continuity, and that is this. Verse 8, Let the Sefer Torah never leave your mouth, says God to Yehoshua. And he says, this is the key to your success. Well, just a few chapters earlier in the Torah, Moshe had written down the Torah and said, Let it be in your mouths at all times. So everything that's happening here is a sense of encouragement to Yehoshua, giving him the security and the self-knowledge, the confidence and the ability to lead. Hashem is telling him that both in the um, in the practical and in the spiritual, he has to adopt a leadership position and that the time is now. We then move to the second paragraph. And the second paragraph here is, Yoshua tells the Shotrim, if Ruba Machane, but Sabote Ha'amle more, Go through the camp, tell everybody, prepare your food. In three days, we're moving out. This three days is really interesting. Always we get three days to mobilize. Do you remember? Three days before Har Sinai. We got three days of preparation. Is this going to be a moment of war or is this going to be a moment of revelation? We will discuss that when we when we study chapter three. But there is a little detail about these three days which are worthwhile saying. When we get to uh, one of our later chapters, chapter 4, we're told that we cross the Jordan on the 10th of the month, the 10th of the first month, the 10th of Nisan. So the day, D-Day, Invasion Day, is the 10th of Nisan. Three days to prepare means that we're starting this process on the 7th of Nisan. However, if you look back just at the end of Sefer Debarim, we read that the people cried for Moses for 30 days. And if we extrapolate all of this back, 30 days before the 7th of Nisan is the 7th of Adar. If you ever wondered how we know what is Moshe's yard site and that he died on the 7th of Adar, it's from extrapolating from Sefer Yoshua backwards, three days of mobilization, 30 days of crying for Moshe. And just in a sort of um, reference to today's Israel, you should know that the 7th of Adar is not only the day when we commemorate Moshe's death, Moshe the man who Moshe the man who we don't know when he's buried. But if you go to Har Herzl, you will see the ceremony for any soldier who was lost in action. Any soldier who we don't know where his grave is, is commemorated by the Israeli government and the Israeli military on the 7th of Adar. So, Yoshua is ready, the people are ready. And now Yoshua turns to Reuven and God. And he says, Do you remember the deal you made with um with Moshe? That your women, your children, your flocks can go um and stay in the Transjordan, but you are going to be the Chalutzim. And this is where the word Chalutzim comes from. From Devarim chapter 32, you're going to lead the army. And indeed, the, they agree. Everything you commanded, um, we will do. Like excellent soldiers, they say, whatever mission you send us on, we will go. So now, God has primed Yehoshua. The people have been primed, and now the army is getting ready. I want to say one last thing, maybe a certain sound of cynicism, but there is one line which um, 
it comes right at the end of the chapter, which you can read in a certain way. They say, verse 17, The advanced troops, just like we listen to Moshe, so we will listen to you. And the question is, how do you read that word, ruck? If you read it in an innocent way, you say, ruck means, indeed. Indeed, may God be with you, just like he was with Moshe. But if you want to read it a different way, you read it like this. They're testing his mettle. They say, we will listen to you, whatever you say, but only if God is with you, like that he was with Moshe. In other words, Yoshua is still going to need to prove himself. Yoshua, the people have a new leader and they want to see how he's going to measure up. And they say, we will listen to your orders. You are the commander in chief, but let's see if you deliver. Let's see if God will be with you like he was with Moshe. Thank you. So that was chapter one. See you tomorrow for chapter two. And one last message from me. We're just starting this new podcast. So please spread the, spread the word, share about it on social media, tell your friends, invite people to come and learn with us. Thank you. Shavuatov.